Does speaking correction and instruction into the lives of your children come naturally for you, but speaking blessings to them, maybe not so much? Would you like to know more about what it means to speak blessings over your children and how you can go about doing that? Well, then we are so glad you're joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Katie Morgan, and welcome to Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Ginger is the best-selling author of Don't Make Me Count to Three, Wise Words for Moms, and I Can't Believe You Just Said That. She speaks at women's events, parenting conferences, and homeschool conventions across the country. You can check out her parenting resources and find out when she's speaking in or near your area at gingerhubbard.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for updates so you'll always know about new podcast episodes. You'll also receive a free gift from Ginger when you sign up. If you enjoy this podcast and find it encouraging, would you prayerfully consider partnering with us by making a monthly or even a one-time donation? Whether it's a dollar a month or $20 a month, your support helps sustain this podcast and keep it on the air. If you feel led to partner with us, just go to gingerhubber.com support to donate any amount. Thank you listeners for your support. It enables us to further our mission to help parents reach the hearts of their children for the glory of God. Well, hey there, Ginger. I know you are as excited as I am. I don't know, maybe not uh, about today's (laughs) guest, even though you have me to thank, by the way, for introducing you to Sonia. The two of you have become good friends and prayer partners. Yes, and I would actually go to bat with you over who's more excited about Sonia being on here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Sonia has become very dear to me, and I'm especially grateful that she agreed to come on the show, given the fact that shortly after I first met Sonia, I flushed her business card down the toilet. (laughs) True story. If any of our (laughs) listeners are new to the podcast, you can hear all about that humiliating experience in episode 14, which was part one of When Parents Excuse Disobedience. That was a great episode anyway. But just suffice (laughs) it to say, it wasn't my finest moment. Well, and listeners, if you all want to see Ginger show that same disgusting business card on Sonia's podcast to her viewers, we'll just leave a link in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, for let's that. do that. It's awesome. Yeah, let's do it's that. Great. All my humiliation just <laughs> out there for everybody to see. All right. Yeah. So, Katie, how about you tell our listeners a little bit about Sonia since you're actually the one that introduced us? And thank you for that. Well, sure. Uh, Sonia and her husband, John, have four daughters whom they homeschooled all the way through using the Charlotte Mason method. That's actually how I first came to know Sonia and Ginger as well, actually, because they have both spoken at the homeschool conference, teach them diligently for many years. Sonia has a special place in her heart for parents dealing with special needs children because her youngest daughter has autism and developmental delays. So in her loads of free time (laughs) when she's not spending time with her family or homeschooling her daughter or podcasting or speaking at conventions or running a very successful business. Sonia loves to play the piano, read great books, and weave on her floor loom. But most of all, Sonia loves to encourage and equip you in your high calling as parents. Sonia, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I am delighted to be with you today. Thanks for asking me. Sonia, I first got the idea for this podcast when you and I were talking over the phone, or I don't know, maybe it was Boxer, I can't remember, and you told me Mm -hmm. how you had gotten into the habit of speaking blessing over your daughter, Holly, and it just touched my heart so much. When my kids were growing up, and still to this day, I made it a point to encourage them in the things they did well, and to brag on them anytime I could, because I think as parents, correcting them comes more naturally, especially when they're doing something that gets on our nerves. So I wanted to make sure that I was balancing that correction with praise and encouragement. But in all those Mm -hmm. years with my kids growing up, I never thought to actually speak blessings, specifically scriptural blessings into their lives. I mean, of course, I prayed for God's blessings for them, but I never spoke blessings over them. 
It was the same thing for me. I did not speak blessings over my older three daughters. It's something that I have just started with my youngest. And for those of you who might know her, um, we're referring to her as Holly. Yes, her given name is Hannah, but uh, she likes to pick preferred names every sometimes every day. It just depends. <laughs> so right now, her preferred name is Holly. So out of respect to her, I'm going to call her Holly. Yes, I actually made the mistake of calling her Hannah the last time I saw her, and that didn't go over very well. So yeah. Holly it is. <laughs> Sonia, I, love, I would love for you to share how you started this habit of speaking blessings over Holly. Well, every night I help her get ready for bed. Now, she is 23 years old, but she has special needs. She has pervasive developmental delays and autism, among other things. So every night, I help her brush her teeth, and I put moisturizing lotion on her face as part of this help. Well, I noticed that when I put the lotion on her face, she would often look into my eyes, which anybody who deals with autism can tell you that is a special thing right there. So I would smile at her, and in my heart, I would pray that she would comprehend how much I love her. I just wanted my love to shine out of my eyes. And so I would look into her eyes, and in my head, I would say, I love you. You are precious to me. But I didn't say the words out loud. It just felt too awkward standing there in the bathroom (laughs) saying those things for some reason. Maybe that's just my personality. But I'm guessing that there might be some moms listening who feel the same way. I would I would try to encourage her in other ways, like I print out a little schedule for her every day so she knows what to expect. It's just one tool that we use to help her relieve some of the anxiety that she deals with because of the autism. And so sometimes I'll write little notes on that schedule. I might write, I love you, or Jesus loves you, or something like that. And yes, sometimes I would actually say those phrases just in a brief one-second comment or something when I was feeling brave, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was feeling a bit torn because those little one-second comments were feeling inadequate. I dearly wanted her to have consistent personal reminders of the truth that God loves her and would care for her, and the truth of who she is in Christ. Anxiety is a big thing to her, so I wanted her to have regular reminders of God's protection and of the peace that He can give. So for years, in my prayer time every day, I had been praying blessings from God's Word for her, as you mentioned, Ginger. Mm -hmm. And I had several of these blessings from God's Word written on index cards, and I would rotate through them. I would pray each one for her on different days. And then one evening, as I was putting that lotion on her face and looking into her eyes, hoping that my thoughts would somehow transmit to her without saying anything, (laughs) one of those passages came to my mind. And you know that still small voice that If you don't listen to it, it gets a little bit louder, and it gets a little bit more insistent. Mm -hmm. And that still small voice just nailed my foolish pride and shouted at me, say that blessing out loud. Now. You know, I needed the now to get going. So I took a deep breath and very timidly 
in a squeaky voice, barely above a whisper, I just quoted aloud one of the verses that I had been praying for her for a long time. I said, the beloved of the Lord, that's Holly, I said, dwells in safety. For the high God surrounds her all day long and dwells between her shoulders. And you know, Ginger, the most wonderful thing happened. I could physically see her shoulders relax and her whole face just lit up. And she smiled the biggest smile. I'm tearing up just talking I'm, about I'm, it. I'm again. tearing up too. Yep. <laughs> A huge smile. It was it was just amazing the effect that that blessing from God's word had on her. Mm, That just gives me chills, Sonia. I know it's holy goosebumps that it's given me. (laughs) I mean, that was just such a word from God to you, and you honored that, and you spoke those blessings over her. And and wow, it just sounds like he ministered to her heart in a powerful way uh, because of your obedience and your love for him and her. The power of God's word. I mean, you, you physically saw that power in a way um, that you could tell it was ministering to Holly, and I just, I just love that. It was, it was a sacred moment, but you know how often happens in the midst of sacred moments. Just like, just like now, um, I had this unexpected surge of emotions welling up in that moment, and I had to deal with that too. Even as I started to quote the scripture, I could feel my throat constricting and the tears coming to my eyes. And, you know, your voice gets real high and squeaky. (laughs) And that didn't make it very easy to speak the blessing aloud and to obey that still small voice. But it did reinforce to me that there is something powerful about speaking God's word out loud. Hmm. So... The next, the next evening, I was helping her get ready for bed again, and I spoke that blessing over her again. And this time, I didn't tear up quite so badly, you know, and my voice didn't squeak quite so much. And I managed to say the passage a little bit louder. And so I just kept doing that. And over several days, just seeing how that spoken blessing it just washed peace over her spirit and it infused joy into her heart. I could physically see those things happening Mm -hmm. every night. Well, that gave me the motivation to keep going. And so now I speak her evening blessing over her every night as I anoint her face with oil, (laughs) with lotion, actually. (laughs) But, you know, it's almost like an anointing time. It is a very special moment in our day. It's something that we both look forward to. And, you know, it doesn't feel awkward anymore. It just feels sacred. I'd love for you to uh, share, Sonia, some of the specific passages of Scripture that you used to speak blessings over her, and I know our listeners would too, but just one quick question before you share some of those. I know that you said that you speak blessing over her at night when you're helping with her bedtime routine. Is that the only time you do it, or do you do it maybe multiple times a day, maybe just whenever you sense she needs some encouragement? Well, it's kind of a healthy tension here. On on one hand, I don't want speaking these blessings to become so commonplace that we do it just as a meaningless ritual, hmm. and it loses all of its special meaning. 
But on the other hand, I want to speak them often enough that those words just nestle deep into my child's mind and heart, and those words will echo through and and become as familiar to her as the air she breathes. So right now, it's our special time every night as she gets ready for bed. And any of your listeners who have experience with autism know that routine is very important and helps to reduce the high levels of anxiety for our artist, our autistic kids, those, those levels of anxiety that they have to deal with every day. So I've made it part of our bedtime routine. So it's something that she can look forward to, that she can find security and comfort in. Uh, we might expand on, to do other times as we move forward with this. But right now I'm keeping it just for that special time so she can depend on it. Um, that, but that being said, even though it's the same time every night, we've expanded to use other scripture verses. So it's not going to become just a ritual thing that we recite without even thinking about it. Um, it's not just the same blessing every night. Sonia, do you mind sharing with us some of the scriptures that you use during that time? Oh, sure. I'd be happy to. Uh, the one I've already mentioned is from Deuteronomy thirty-three, twelve. I changed the masculine pronouns to feminine pronouns to apply them to my daughter. Mm-hmm. That's the beloved of the Lord dwells in safety. And I always make sure I put in, that's Holly, so she knows she's beloved of the Lord. For the high God surrounds her all day long and dwells between her shoulders. Um, another one that I've been using, I think I did this one last night, was Second Thessalonians 3.16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you. Um, and sometimes I will couple that. It depends how long it takes me to get the lotion on her whole face. <laughs> sometimes I'll say two of these. Like I often will put in Psalm 91, 11, and 12 at the end of that one about peace. I'll say, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. And she always gets a bigger smile for that one. I think she <laughs> likes that imagery of dashing her foot against a stone or something. <laughs> she likes that one. Um, sometimes I will quote Romans fifteen thirteen. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And one of our favorites is number six, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Mm, I love those. Listeners, we'll be sure to put all of these verses in our show notes for you. That's a great idea. And speaking of notes, Ginger and Sonia, I feel like I have exactly nothing to contribute to this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Like you mentioned, Ginger, it never even occurred to me to speak blessings over my kids until you had this conversation with Sonia and told me about it. So my question for you, Sonia, is actually similar to a question we get here quite a bit when we talk about Ginger's wise words for mom's chart. What if 
I can't easily remember those blessings off the top of my head at first. Won't it seem awkward for me to pull out a cheat sheet in a moment like that? It just seems like such a sacred moment for me to say, well, hang on, kids. I need to go find my laminated blessings sheet because mine mine would be laminated. Of course it would. (laughs) Everything Katie has is laminated. (laughs) Well, I have two suggestions uh, to give that are just based on my experience. Maybe some of your listeners will have other suggestions and ideas. To me, this situation is a little bit different from the Wides Words for Moms chart. When you're using the chart, you and your child are both going to God's Word together to see what it says about a particular sinful attitude or action. It, mm. It's almost like a mini Bible study, if you will. Let's see what God's Word says about what we need to do in this situation. Mm-hmm. But speaking of blessing is much more of a a personal declaration of promise. You're sharing the deep desires of your heart for that individual or reminding her of who she is in Christ and how precious she is to you and to God. So in this situation, I do think it would be much more powerful if you can say the blessing while looking into your child's eyes rather than reading it from a paper. But mm. but don't panic, all right? <laughs> the good news <laughs> is you don't have to memorize 20 of these. You can start with just one. And here are my two suggestions to take the pressure off. First, I would suggest that you make it a matter of prayer. Ask God to give you a Bible verse that will touch your child's heart in a personal way. And then write that verse down and pray it for your child first. Pray it every day in your personal prayer time. I've got a prayer box. It has a divider for each child and some others. And that's where I put those scripture verses on index cards, as well as other things I'm praying for my kids. And when you pray that verse for your child every day from your heart, After a couple of weeks or a month, you've usually memorized it pretty naturally. Mm -hmm. So then you can start speaking it without the card. I don't know if you and your family have jumped on the monthly membership bandwagon, but my family really has. There are several that we get super excited about, but one of my kids' absolute favorites is called Dwell. Dwell is a monthly membership of scripture designs to help you and your family memorize one Bible verse every month. So we have what's called the Family and Friends Membership, and it includes a four by five and a half print of the scripture verse, two key cards with the verse, and this is my favorite part, nine temporary tattoos. The designs are just beautiful, and I think this is a perfect Christmas or a birthday gift that doesn't include just more plastic stuff laying around the house. Actually, I have a funny story about my dwell tattoo. I was having dinner with my parents one night, and I had one on my wrist because we were learning John 836. Well, my dad saw it and asked if I had a new tattoo on my arm. And I was like, yeah, dad, I've had this for almost 10 years. (laughs) And he said, well, I never noticed that before. (laughs) And then I had to confess that I lied to my dad about a fake scripture tattoo. So, you know, don't be like me. To learn more about this wonderful way to help you and your family hide God's word in your heart, go to dwelldifferently.com and use the code GINGER10 to get 10% off your order. Again, that's dwelldifferently.com and use the code GINGER10. 
As a mom, I can't imagine going back to the good old days where parents just sent their teenagers off in a car without a way to call if they, you know, get into a fender bender with their insurance agent's daughter. That's a true story, I did that. And as my kids mature, I like the idea of them being able to reach me if something happens. Uh, but I don't like the idea of giving my kids access to the entire World Wide Web of wackadoos. This is why I'm ecstatic to introduce you to our sponsor, Gab Wireless. They are the first smartwatch and smartphone provider to actually do something smart when it comes to our kids. Gab watches and phones look and feel like all the smart devices on the market, but the great thing is that they don't cost more than a mortgage payment. And they're super safe for kids. There's no internet, no apps, no games, no social media, and no contract. Instead, the Gab watches and phones have just the functionality that is safe for kids and nothing more. Gab watches and phones are just $100 and start at $10 per month for service. But for our podcast listeners, Gab has offered $30 off the price of their watches and phones. Just use the code GINGER at checkout to get your Gab watch or Gab phone for just $70. Go to Gab, that's G-A-B-B wireless.com and use the code GINGER at checkout. Again, that's Gab, G-A-B-B wireless.com and use the code GINGER at checkout. Then the second suggestion I would make, though, is I don't want people to panic. I don't want them to feel guilty or anything like that. But I am a huge proponent of memorizing scripture, and especially all together as a family. So our family has used a simple system to memorize and review hundreds of verses over years. Okay, we didn't do that all in one year. But it takes only five minutes a day. And many of those scripture blessings that I quoted earlier and that come into my mind as I am standing there with Hannah in the bathroom, with Holly in the bathroom, (laughs) many of those are verses that we've memorized in our scripture memory box. So maybe I can come back another day and talk a little more about that system. Mm, But for now, um, can I just give you a link so your listeners can see how it works? And they can even download some free verse cards to get them started. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I'm so glad you mentioned this, Sonia, because I first learned your method of scripture memorization and uh, when we are at Teach Them Diligently, and it has been a huge gift to our family. So it's the first thing my kids and I do in our homeschool day after we pray. And I can't even count how many verses our family has committed to memory just using that simple method. And just a quick aside, last night, my husband and I went to Target together on a date night because that's what's exciting when you're 40 (laughs) to go to Target on a date night, I guess. And we were approached by two women who are members of a cult. And um, they were very well versed in the Bible, as many cult members who seek out people often are. And I was able to pull from memory Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. And this particular cult was very works-based. And I said, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It's the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one can boast. And I, I, in that moment, I thought to myself, I cannot believe I was able to do that on the spot because I have a horrible memory. But by doing this every day with the kids, God has grown my heart and mind through that process so much. So I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that. And we will put a link in the show notes so that our listeners can benefit from that as well. It's very much that we are taking God's word and we are being faithful to put it in our hearts. Mm-hmm. But then it's the Spirit's job when we're in a situation 
to dig around in there and find the right verse and bring it to the forefront of our mind. Exactly. For that application right then. And that's so exciting when you see that happen. So mm-hmm. exciting. And knowing it's not from me because I do yes. not have that capability <laughs> yes. left in my You are simply faithful to put it in your heart. And right. the Holy Spirit now has that to use. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so exciting. So mm-hmm. exciting. So to get started, I would say just pick one verse, pray it for your child every day in private for a few weeks until you've memorized it naturally. This isn't a race. This is going to become a lifelong habit. So don't feel like, oh, I've got a deadline, you know, (laughs) you're fine. And you could even take it phrase by phrase. For example, that numbers six blessing. If you wanted to do that one first, maybe after a couple of days, you would feel comfortable with the first phrase, the Lord bless you and keep you. Can you remember that much? Mm. I, I think you could after just a few days or even a week of praying that. So you could speak that much over your child to begin with. It is still a blessing. And then when you feel comfortable and ready, you can add the next line. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. Then when you're ready to expand your repertoire of blessings, just commit five minutes a day to memorize more verses and to review them. That's the key, reviewing them. And that scripture memory box system will make it very simple for you to do. I just love that idea. And, you know, I could probably just dig through some that we've already memorized. And I bet many of our listeners who do this same thing with their children can dig through and find verses they've already memorized to speak. Yeah, there's probably a lot of verses that we already know that would be great for Mm -hmm. speaking blessings over our kids. Our listeners know that we are so much about speaking the Word of God to our children on this show. Uh, Because the very first part of Hebrews 4, verse 12 says the Word of God is living and active. That means that God is alive and at work in our lives through His Word. So the more God speaks into our lives, the more God's Word speaks into our lives, the more alive we are in Him. That's the power of God's Word that we want our kids to experience. Sonia, what do you see as some of the primary benefits of speaking blessings to our children? Hmm. There are many. Um, One is that a spoken blessing is just a regular reminder to the child of who she is, both in your eyes and in God's eyes. I find it really interesting that Paul just laced his letters to the churches with those reminders. And the believers would have heard someone speaking those reminders out loud because those letters were read aloud in their gatherings. Like in Colossians, he said, as God's holy people chosen and dearly loved. You know, he could have just said, hey, you guys, don't forget this. But no, he puts in those specific blessings, words of blessing over them. In Philippians, he called them my brothers and sisters whom I love and long for, my joy and crown. Hmm. Wow, how would you feel if someone called you their joy and their crown? Hmm. So it's just that regular reminder of who that child is in your eyes and in God's eyes. And I think we all need those reminders because we've got so many other voices speaking into our hearts and minds all the time. And it's not just what other people are saying to us. It's our own self-talk 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think it's the same for our children. They hear so many other voices as well as what they're saying to themselves. We don't always know what they're saying to themselves. Mm-hmm. We don't always know what other people are saying to them. But we can intentionally take this step to give them hope and to give them a sense of belonging and acceptance that is theirs in Christ and as a member of our families. Another benefit I see, at least for me, as I mentioned, sometimes it's really hard for me to find the right words to convey the depth of your love and your hope for that child. You know how it is as mamas, you know, if you even think about something hurting your child, you can just feel your guts turn, mm-hmm. to put it eloquently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and this is why I use scripture, because I'm not real eloquent on myself, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's almost like using a script, but this isn't just any script. This is the living and active script. It is the powerful word of God. And I love how you mentioned that it, that verse in Hebrews, Ginger, that God's word is living. It's like planting a seed of an idea in your child's heart. And it's going to nestle there, as we talked about, Katie, for the Holy Spirit to bring to the forefront of that child's mind at exactly the right times for his purposes. So when it comes down to it, it's a benefit because... As I mentioned, it sounds silly saying it now that I was standing there hoping my love shone out of my eyes and not saying anything, you know, hoping (laughs) my daughter would somehow pick this up through osmosis or something. But our children don't know what we're thinking. Okay, sometimes they do. (laughs) <laughs> when we give them the evil eye, you know, yep. they, they can usually interpret that. But when you're thinking about your love for that child, about the hopes that you have for that child, about who she is and how precious she is to you, she doesn't know that you're thinking those things. He doesn't know that you're thinking those things. Those children need to hear you say those words, and they need to hear them mm-hmm. often. Yep. And I think one more thing is they really need to hear you say those words if it's been a rough day. Hmm. Um, Hmm. You know, if you've had some hard moments during the day, if you've had some tough conversations or some tearful consequences that have taken place, having that time to speak a blessing over your child just seems to be reassuring to their heart. Wouldn't it? It seems like it would just reassure that child that none of what happened today has changed how much you love her and how much God loves her, mm-hmm. that everything's okay. Yep. We've, we've walked through a hard day, but all is well. Yep. Sonia, when I start having bad days, can I call you? <laughs> <laughs> Only if I what? get to call you, Get too. me on that call, too. Let's <laughs> do a conference call. There we go. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. One thing, Sonia, I love that you said was that speaking God's Word gives them a sense of belonging and acceptance. And it reminded Mm -hmm. me of a post that I saw on Priscilla Shire's Instagram account when she was dropping off one of her boys for college. She said that Mm -hmm. she looked into his eyes. I think that's so powerful, just like you said, that you always look into Holly's eyes when you speak those blessings. And 
So Priscilla said she looked into her son's eyes when she was dropping him off for college. And she actually has a picture of this on her Instagram account. It's so precious to see this handsome young man with his mama standing in front of him with her hands on his shoulders. And she's probably a good two feet shorter. Speaking blessings to him about who he is, or more accurately, about whose he is. Oh, wow. I think going off to college, especially when you don't know anyone, is probably one of the greatest challenges and temptations for teenagers when it comes to belonging and acceptance, unless... Of course, they're certain of their identity in Christ and are really grounded in the truths of His Word. So I love that Priscilla spoke uh, blessed truths over her son. Now, she did it in her own words, but they were definitely truths derived from Scripture. And she did it to remind her son of who he is and to encourage him and how he is to live as an ambassador of Christ. And she said that she actually has spoken these blessings, these same words to him his and his brothers uh, consistently throughout their entire lives, which I love that because that's really going to mm-hmm. instill that in their hearts. And so here is what Priscilla says to each of her boys, quote, you are a man of integrity, character, and honesty. You will love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. You will put on the full armor of God so that you can stand firm against the schemes of the enemy. You are the head. You are not the tail. You are above. You are not beneath. You are a leader. You're not a follower. You have the mind of Christ because the Spirit of God lives in you. You are not made to fit in with a crowd. Never have been, never will be. You are Mm. different and set apart. You will bless the Lord at all times, and His praises will be in your mouth. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I love it. I love that. Wow. I I especially love that line, you are above, you are not beneath. That's just such a wonderful reminder. I needed to have that this week, to live Mm. above the circumstances, you know, not beneath them. Mm. And uh, is it Colossians? Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's great. Yep. And then Priscilla ended by saying, uh, because she had instilled this into the hearts hearts of her son, she was dropping off to college um, his entire life. So she said, at this point, you know these words by heart. I hope they are so deeply embedded in your soul that they shape everything you do and say. And that was the blessing that she left him. Uh, with as she mm-hmm. le- as she dropped him off at college, and so you know, wow, what a blessed assurance and just life giving word she's been speaking to her boys all their lives, and what an encouragement yes. for us to do the same. Now is the part of our show where we give a quick tip for parents. Today's quick tip is courtesy of Sonia. Well, I had several little mottos that I used with my children as the situations arose, and one of the mottos was. Respect the older, protect the younger. It was just a little summary of what I expected their interactions to be like. And it got to the heart of the issue. Rather than focusing on specific actions, I could focus on, okay, were you showing respect to grandma or to your older sister? And were you seeking to protect that little baby who was visiting us? Or were you trying to protect your little sister in this situation? It was just a helpful tool. Respect the older, protect the younger. Mm-hmm. I love that. And like so many things I've read and heard from you, it's powerful in its simplicity and it's 100% biblical. So thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. 
If you have a quick tip for our show, we would love to hear from you. It can be any random tip about cooking, housekeeping, something you do with your kids, ideas for fun date nights with your spouse, anything at all. We would love to share your ideas on the podcast. Just go to gingerhubbard.com slash quick tips to submit those. Sonia, this has been such a wonderful conversation, and I know it's blessed our listeners as much as it has us. We're so thankful that you came on the show today and that you're not holding any grudges against me for flushing your business card down the toilet. (laughs) All water under the bridge, right? Or actually, water under the plumbing pipes. No, Whatever. No. Oh, gross. <laughs> well, as you can tell, Katie's corny jokes are starting to rub off on me. Oh, I'm <laughs> okay, sorry. Those to hear are not that. my jokes. Yeah, those are not my kind of jokes, Ginger. We've had this conversation before. <laughs> Sonia, how can our listeners find out more about you and your ministry? Well, I will be speaking at homeschooling conferences across the nation, many of which you're going to speak at too, Ginger, right? So we'll get to hang out together. Yes, I'm really looking forward to that. Actually, Katie's going to be coming with me and doing some speaking herself at some of those conventions. So let's for sure plan on getting together. That would be super fun. Wonderful. My home on the internet is at simplycharlottemason.com. And I have a weekly podcast, the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast, that listeners can, you can watch it on YouTube or you can listen to it with your favorite podcast app. Listeners, some of you have expressed an interest in homeschooling and want to know more about it. That would be a fantastic place to start at simplycharlottemason.com and on Sonia's podcast, which I listen to regularly because it is so encouraging as Sonia, you have been here with us today. So how about you leave us with a final word of encouragement? Well, Thanks, Katie and Ginger. I appreciate your inviting me on. Um, I guess I just want to encourage your listeners, don't underestimate the power of speaking words of blessing over your child. It's a practice that I've read about all through the Old Testament and even in the New Testament for years. But for some reason, I didn't think it applied to me and to my child. So I'm so thankful that the Lord nudged me step by step to start doing it, and that he's allowed me to see its effect so vividly. There's a reason that God's people spoke blessings over their children. It's powerful. Well, thank you so much, Sonia and Ginger, and thank you listeners for joining us today. If you enjoyed our show and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. And while you're there, could you please leave us a rating or a review? This is just a huge help to get the word out about our podcast so that other parents can be encouraged to reach the hearts of their children. Do you have a parenting question? Well, we invite you to submit those at gingerhubbard.com slash askginger, and we'll do our best to answer it in a future episode. And while you're on the website, you can find our show notes, which will include links to everything we mentioned in today's episode. While you're on gingerhubber.com, you can find Ginger's wonderful resources that will help you get to the heart of outward behavior and address it from a biblical perspective. Today, we're offering her parenting book, I Can't Believe You Just Said That, Biblical Wisdom for Taming Your Child's Tongue, at a 10% discount when you use the code parenting at gingerhubber.com. Ginger also offers a free discussion guide for this book on her website, which is great for book clubs and small group studies. If you'd like daily encouragement and parenting advice from Ginger, be sure to follow her on Instagram at ginger.hubbard. 
Ginger and I would love to lead a women's event at your church. We offer a one or two day conference as well as a full weekend retreat. Um, You must provide hot dogs for the full weekend, but we are absolutely (laughs) excited about that. If your church might be interested in hosting our women's conference or bringing Ginger in for a parenting conference, please fill out the contact form at gingerhubbard.com and we'll get back to you with more information. Thank you so much, listeners, for joining us today. We look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, may God bless you as you seek to reach the hearts of your children for the glory of God.